أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد الحمد لله by Allah's father we've reached another Ramadan and we have reached the grace and mercy of Allah Ta'ala that the gates of the hellfire are locked and the gates of paradise are thrown open and the crier from the angel says oh you who wishes for good come forward and oh you who wishes evil uh, fall short in your endeavor Alhamdulillah, mashallah, this is that month, mashallah, even a relatively cynical person like me, when I see um, those same people and I despair in their islah and rectification, Allah Ta'ala shows all of us um, that He's the one in charge, not us. And just like He has the ability to destroy those things and those people who think they're invincible, just like that He has the ability, mashallah, to make those people that everyone else has written off. And alhamdulillah, a person loves to be proven wrong about those things time and time again. Uh, and it's nothing but the, the grace of Allah Ta'ala, the mahd fadl of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala show it to us in our own lives and uh, in the lives of the people, the Ummah Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and in the lives of all of mankind by His fadl and His blessings. Ameen. So today I wanted to start our... Ramadan late night majlis by uh, reading excerpts from a uh, small book compiled by uh, my good friend and uh, uh, learned brother Mawlana Sheikh Tamim Ahmadi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep him in his protection. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raise his rank. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala suffice him uh, all of his needs and give him the happiness of both worlds. Uh, from the many wonderful khadamat and services of the deen and of the ulum that he has done. Uh, his newer publications, really, um, it's, it's a beautiful uh, project. Him and his team, Hafiz Kothar and uh, the rest of them, mashallah. Um, if it's late right now, the kids like slumbered through uh, a difficult taraweeh, but... Uh, their father hid the fact that they, he was just as sleepy as they were because, mashallah, we're in the central standard time. We had to wait for uh, our good brothers in San Diego, which is about the last set of people who are going to be even able to see the moon, to see the moon, uh, and then rush uh, an hour later to pray taraweeh. Um, so if I don't remember your names... If I just remember Hafiz Kotha right now, the rest of you, I don't remember your names. It doesn't matter whether Mowgli Hamza remembers your name or not. As long as Allah Ta'ala remembers your name. My Lord is never confused, nor does he ever forget. So they compiled this uh, small book uh, called The Guardians of the Prophetic Tradition. And it is a book uh, with... A special emphasis. Uh, the subject is the preservation of the Sunnah of the Prophet 
and it has a special emphasis on the the service of the Sufis in this regard. And this is one of the most bogus allegations level that the people of Tasawwuf and the people of Tariqa, at least the good ones amongst them, that somehow this is a bid'ah, it's a reprehensible innovation, and it's some sort of deviance and deen, whatever, blah, blah, blah. While everybody else is, mashallah, off um, and have wasted, wasted significant portions of every single chapter of the Sharia, uh, wasted their tahara by not performing it properly, wasted their salat by not performing it properly and playing with the prayer times, playing with the form of the prayer, uh, playing with the, 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 the things that are said in it and not said in it, etc. Uh, they have wasted uh, siyam by not starting their fast on time and not breaking it on time. It's not starting the month on time and with all sorts of weird innovations and deviations in the way that they uh, practice the fast of Ramadan uh, by watering down the Hajj, by watering down Zakat and giving Zakat to those people who are not eligible from it and taking it at rates that they're that are confused, etc., etc. There's not one bab of the Sharia which modernity has not led people to arrogantly water down, and then those people still uh, turn to the ones who were the defenders of the Sunnah throughout the entire history of the Ummah and said, "Ah, oh, you people are bid'ah." Why? Because they have tariqas or they their tariqas have names. And the fact of the matter is that uh, we're a people of sanad. Uh, as an ummah, we're a people of chain of narration. When you say something, a person has to write, a right to ask, where did you learn this from? And that's all the, the, the meaning of tariqah, is that it's an attribution of your knowledge to whichever sheikh or group of mashaykh or tradition that it comes from. So people can uh, then know how to evaluate whether that knowledge is authentic or not. And it's a type of honesty when someone says that I learned from the, 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 the mashaykh of the chishtiya or I learned from Deoband or I learned. It's not sectarianism. If somebody were to think, say that any of those, that I'm a Sunni or etc. If anyone were to say any of those things with the idea that this is what the truth is and this is what guidance is and everything else is falsehood, then that would be sectarianism. But if a person is just being honest about where they received their knowledge from, uh, not only is it not sectarianism, but it is from the, uh, the, 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 the truthfulness and the sidq of the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ that a person should uh, rightly attribute uh, where they learn their knowledge from. And it's from the humility of people that they don't walk around as if they are, uh, you know, sign some sort of like multi-million dollar 10-year contract with Islam that only, you know, they only have the rights to represent Islam and everybody else is an idiot, which is uh, unfortunately a sickness that many people walk around uh, with. And, you know, this is the age of the self. This is the century of the self. It was supposed to end at the year 2000, but mashallah, we're like 21 years, 21 years into the second century of the self. Um, this nafs, uh, you know, it's a kuti, it's just a dog. You don't keep it on a chain, it's going to ruin everything. Very short order. Give it 30 seconds, it'll ruin uh, 40 years of, of work uh, in your dunya or in your deen. And so this, you know, nafs has basically gotten people to the point where they'll walk around and say, well, I follow the Quran and Sunnah, I follow the, you know, I'm the authorized representative of Islam. Um, I'm the authorized agent of, of, of God. Uh, walking around in the earth, whereas the people of the Mashaikh from before, there were people who were people of the earth, they were people of the land, of the soil, 
And they were humble people. Like Rasulullah was humble, and like his companions, whom were humble, and the Aslaf were humble. And they used to attribute their knowledge to its source, and they used to not walk around, uh, you know, banding about Mukhtasar of Sahih Bukhari and claiming that they're the ones following the Sunnah because they were afraid if they made any mistakes in what they did or what they said. Allah Ta'ala would take them to task uh, for it because a person who makes a big claim and then falls short, that person is worthy of exemplary punishment. Whereas the one who makes a moderate claim uh, and is humble, man rafa'ahullahu, the one who humbles himself for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala raises that person. That person is a Mubarak person, that person is beloved to Allah Ta'ala. Mulana Rashid Ahmad Gangohi Rahimahullah Ta'ala Qutbul Irshad He said that in the court of Allah Ta'ala The most beloved thing to the Lord is that a person should humble himself That a person literally should bend his neck And walk with his head down Bent over in humility That a person should bend his neck over in humility And walk humble and humble themselves in front of the Lord uh, and this is really what Ramadan is like so wonderful about. It gives you so much opportunity to show your slavehood to Allah Ta'ala. If you walk around like a slave, you know, people are going to think you're soft or people are going to think you're, a, you're easy pickings, you're easy target. Ramadan gives you this opportunity that you can do so um, without, you know, compromising your, your position in, 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 in the world. And uh, mashallah, that's the point of all of this, is that to, to show that really know those people who um, use all these other nisbas to show where they receive their ilm and their knowledge from, where they learn from. Um, that these other nisbas that they use, whether it be the tariqah chishtiyah, naqshbandiyah, qadiriyah, suhurwardiyah, the other turuq of the, 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 the West, like the shaviliyah, etc., that the people who had these nisbas, um, that they weren't just, you know, they didn't open up a new shop and they're not competitors with the sunnah. Rather, they are the ones who did the work of preserving the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ through the centuries. Someone might say, well, there are other than them that did it. That's fine. You know, nobody's making big claims. But I'm just saying they, they did the work as well. Uh, nobody's making claims. Someone else did some good work. We also were happy. Mawana Mufti Rashid Ahmed Ludihanwi Rahimullah Ta'ala Former Grand Mufti of the Islamic Republic And one of the teachers of Mufti Taqi and Mufti Rafi' And one of the, also himself A great Shaykh of the Tariqa Grand Khalifa of Hazrat Mawana Ashraf Ali Tanwi Rahimullah Ta'ala Such a great man A man who wrote so much in the defense of Islam In every single uh, branch of learning, a genius uh, MashaAllah, a man whose books even in Urdu Most Urdu speaking people cannot understand uh, Because of their, their brilliance Mulana Ashraf Ali Tanri, his Khalifa Mulana Shah Abdul Ghani Pulpuri Rahimahullah Ta'ala Himself a Ghazi, Mujahid Fi Sabilillah A great Alim He had two Khulafa One was Mulana Tamim's Sheikh Mawana uh, uh, um, Hakim Akhtar Saab Rahimahullah Ta'ala And the other is this Mufti Rashid Mufti Rashid used to say to his students That the sign of ikhlas The sign of, of Ikhlas The sign of sincerity In uh, a, a scholar In a Molawi 
It's just, subhanAllah, this tradition is so beautiful. The word Molvi is used as a, 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 a derogatory term in the subcontinent now for somebody who's like some sort of like backward sectarian hack. And if you look at the word itself, what is Molvi? It's a nisbah to the Mola. It's the person whose connection is with the Mola. Who's the Mola? Allah is the Mola. Uh, Allah is the Mola. Allah is the Lord and Protector. The Molawi is the, 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 the people of God. That's literally what the, what the word means. So this is the Mufti Rashid Ahmed Ludiyanwi Rahimullah Ta'ala. He said that the sign of sincerity in a Molawi is that he sees another uh, scholar doing the same work as him and it makes him happy. It makes him happy. So the true people of Tasawwuf and Tariqah, they're not like little kids who are like, oh, my dad can beat your dad up or. They're not like, uh, you know, f- rabid sports fans that need to have meaning in their life. So they end up like, you know, the meaning that they're supposed to have by service to their fellow man and by uh, slavehood in front of Allah and by sacrifice for the sake of Allah and by taking burden on themselves so that the rest of the creation can be comfortable. And those things that, that, that are supposed to give a person satisfaction, they find it from like, I don't know, watching the Blackhawks make a Dutch touchdown, you know, during the World Series or something ridiculous like that, right? Uh, so, uh, no, you know, the Sufis themselves are not haters. If somebody else is not a person of tariqah, but that person got the job done, that person did great service for the hadith of the Prophet wasallam. that person did great service in protection of the, the ummah of the Prophet wasallam. they did great service in fiqh or ilm kalam, uh, or in any one of the other branches of learning uh, or for the orphans or for the weak or for the poor or called a great number of people of Isla- to Islam so that people repented at their hands and uh, had forsaken the worship of anyone except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, the Sufis would be the one who, who the real Sufis, the real people of Tariqah would be the ones who would be happiest for them and who would love them the most and would be the first to praise them and would be the first to uh, support them and would be the first ones to stand with them and to uh, uh, honor them. Uh, so we don't say that there's any, any exclusivity or whatever. We don't make claims. No need to make any claims. But the, the, the book is a beautiful book in as much as it recalls uh, uh, certain great services in the preservation of the Sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, not only in teaching and learning but also in practice. Uh, translated from Moana Tamim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allah ta'ala selected our beloved master, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the leader and master of humanity, as an exemplar and role model worthy of emulation for all times and all people until the day of judgment. The revelation that was revealed to him abrogates all previous revelations and his sublime way supersedes all ways. Human beings are creatures of imitation. We learn through example, due to this people adopt various role models and personalities whom they idolize and imitate. But we should ask ourselves whether actors, musicians, or athletes, are these people really worthy of emulation? And who has selected them and appointed them as perfect role models of morality and examples for mankind? Attaining Allah's pleasure and divine salvation depends solely upon emulating and following the way of Sayyidina Muhammad in his way alone. When the Jews and Christians claimed that they were the children of God and His beloved ones, Allah revealed these verses. Allah 
ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم Say Muhammad to mankind alayka salatu wassalam If you truly love Allah then follow me Allah will love you and forgive you your sins Allah is forgiving merciful The love of Allah and his forgiveness and pardon which is the purpose and essence of all existence is dependent upon following his beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam what else then should a believer strive for on his journey to Allah other than the emulation of the beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam when Allah most high himself has selected the beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam as the exemplar then there can be no doubt that his will uh, be the loftiest most sublime example for all humanity لقد كان لكم في رسول الله أسوة حسنة لمن كان يرجو الله واليوم الآخر وذكر الله كثيرا. Verily, in the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you have the most sublime example. For he uh, 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 who yearns for the pleasure of Allah and salvation on the last day and remembers Allah in abundance. If we look at any internal or external ex- actions of the sacred sharia they are explicated by his example sallallahu alaihi wasallam whether it be prayer fasting charity hajj taqwa sabr tawakkul an allah meaning piety patience or reliance on allah it is only through his teachings that we even know allah and only through his example that we learn how to worship allah most high this book is simply an anthology of the words, anecdotes, and utterances of some of the pious predecessors and saintly scholars of Islam regarding the importance and significance of following the way of the Messenger It is essential for every Muslim to understand that no one has ever attained the love of Allah except through the complete adherence to and obedience of the beloved Messenger and by following his way internally and externally. Equal to our emulation of his way and our adherence to his path will be our connection with Allah. The more we adhere to the sunnah of his messenger wasallam, the more we will be loved by Allah and guided. Those, whom are for, those who are fortunate enough to be connected to uh, uh, our teachers and our teachers' teachers, uh, they were pioneers and forerunners uh, in the preservation and implementation of the prophetic tradition. They lived and died as lovers, teachers, and guardians of the prophetic tradition. Moreover, their suluk and tasawuf was nothing but the prophetic suluk. Suluk is an interesting word. It's uh, a, a, a word meaning to um, travel on a path. And it is used uh, in the terminology of the Sufis, for those who didn't know, as the, the, the metaphor for traveling on the path uh, toward Allah Ta'ala and with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Um, uh, for the people who, who wish to dedicate their lives to uh, making the Lord happy, which is really the only useful uh, uh, reason to live in the first place. May Allah Most High inspire us with the same determination that they had and bless us to live and die on the sunnah of His beloved, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Amin. So then, uh, uh, Sheikh Tamim, he uh, brings a number of uh, anecdotes of the uh, the Mashaykh and their um, their determination to following the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. 
Imam Junaid al-Baghdadi rahimahullah ta'ala said, All paths are closed except for the path of the one who treads in the footsteps of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For verily Allah has said in a hadith Qudsi, I swear an oath by my honor and glory, if they come to me from every path and seek entrance through every door, I will not grant them entrance uh, to my presence until they enter behind you, Ya Rasulullah alayka salatu wasalam. Abu Zinad, uh, uh, who is one of the narrators that Malik narrates from the, in the Muatta, amongst other, uh, mashallah, uh, signs of his great status as a great scholar from the scholars of the Aslaf. Uh, he said, I have not seen anyone more knowledgeable in the Sunnah than Qasim bin Muhammad bin Abi Bakr, a Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And a man would not be considered a man until he knew the Sunnah. And so he said that what? He said that I had not seen anyone more knowledgeable in the Sunnah than Qasim bin Muhammad bin Abi Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu and that a man would not even be considered a man until he knew the Sunnah. This is something very important. A man would not be considered a man until he knew the Sunnah. We chase after all this, even Muslims. You know, we're not, I'm not saying that these people are not Muslims. I don't begrudge them their status, uh, their legal status as Muslims. And inshallah, anyone who has that legal status, we also believe that that there is with that uh, legal and outward uh, observance uh, of any amount, minimal amount, that there's also, inshallah, some iman with it as well. So we don't we begrudge them uh, that they are Muslims or that they're mu'mineen, that they're, they're, they're legally uh, people who submit to the will of Allah Ta'ala and that they're people who believe in Allah. But look at this. He said a man would not be considered a man until he knew the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Uh, if I'm reading the bait right, mashallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward Mulan Tamim Ahmadi. He's kind of like my window into uh, Persian poetry, uh, the po- Persian poetry of the mashayikh of the tariqah, Fariduddin Attar. He said that the knowledge of deen is uh, three it's, it's fiqh. Meaning knowing what's halal and haram, what um, is the responsibility, the rights and the responsibility of every soul. Uh, it's uh, tafsir, meaning the Qur'an, it's subsidiary sciences and understanding what is the Qur'an trying to tell you. And it's hadith, meaning what the sunnah of the Prophet says. So whoever doesn't read these three, whoever is not learned, doesn't take a, a, a basic syllabus in these three and learning, that person will walk around khabis, that person will walk around like a filthy person amongst mankind. And the bad part is that not only is that true, but this age we idolize such people. Because they drive a particular car or have a particular job or have, you know, particular numbers or badges or counts on their social media accounts or whatever. That's why, alhamdulillah, mashallah, this is a month. Just delete all these apps from your phone. If you want to, like, become a big TikTok star, you can do it in Shawal, right? Uh, I'm not even going to, like, get into whether it's halal or haram or not. It's just that, like, it's that world in which this reality um, that... A man would not be considered a man until he knew what the sunnah was. Uh, this itself, you know, the obscuring of this reality itself is like a bid'ah beyond, uh, uh, beyond understanding. And its harm is a harm beyond uh, what most people compre- comprehend. This is Yusuf bin Musa al-Qattan uh, narrates that Imam al-Awza'i, rahimahullah ta'ala, the great imam of the people of Sham, he said, I saw my Lord in a dream in which he asked me, Oh, Abdul Rahman, do you enjoin the good and forbid the evil? I replied, Yes, only by your grace, my Lord. 
Then I said, O oh my Lord, give me death upon Islam. So Allah replied, and upon the Sunnah. Uza'i rahimahullah ta'ala was a great imam of the Salaf and no one's going to accuse him of having impure or adulterated spiritual experience and if you're going to impugn his spiritual experience and God help the rest of us Abu Uthman al-Hayri uh, 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 said he who allows the sunnah to govern his nafs in his words and deeds will speak wisdom and he who, allow, who allows his base desires to govern his nafs will speak misguidance Allah says وَإِن تُطِيعُوهُ تَهْتَدُوا and if you obey him, you will be guided. Shah ibn Shujal Kirmani, rahimahullah ta'ala, a great uh, well-known personality from the, uh, from the tabaqat of the Sufiya, said, He who guards his eyes from lustful glances, withholds his nafs from unlawful desires, establishes his inner heart with continuous meditation of Allah, his external with the strict adherence to the sunnah, and habituates himself with only consuming lawful, then his spiritual foresight never misses. This is also important for us as well. It's funny, like kind of it's like a news cycle that seems to get shorter and shorter on Muslim social media, where some big fulan star falls and the other fulan star falls, the star rises and falls, and then this happens, that happens, the other thing happens. What did Shah, uh, Shah uh, Shuja mention? He who guard his, guards his eyes from lustful glances, withholds his nafs from unlawful desires, establishes his inner heart with the continuous meditation of Allah. Muraqaba, it's a dhikr of Allah Ta'ala inside the heart silently. His external with strict adherence to the sunnah and habituates himself with only consuming the lawful, meaning halal. Right? Again, why is it that, uh, you know, the mashayikh uh, who are concerned with fiqh rather than the fiqh op optional crew uh, are constantly talking about halal even though this is like the easiest way of getting eggs and tomatoes thrown at you in uh, most uh, popular gatherings of Islam it's what inhibituates himself with only consuming the lawful then that person's spiritual foresight never misses this is the thing if you want to be a Muslim it's not going to be easy you need great help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you need that spiritual foresight. You're only going to water it down and destroy it. You're going to shoot yourself in the foot as a Muslim um, by not observing these things, by not guarding the eyes from lustful glances and withholding the nafs from unlawful desires, by not establishing the inner heart with the continuous meditation of Allah ta'ala and throwing away anything that, that waters that down. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam comes sahih hadith that he had a gold ring one time and he looked at, at it a couple of times on, its, on his Mubarak hand, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it looked good. He was beautiful, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Everything, he made the ring look beautiful. But it caught his eye a couple of times. He took it off and threw it. He took it off and he threw it. Uh, and, you know, sometimes we also need to do that. We need to take whatever the equivalent is that our eye keeps like focusing on, that distracts our hearts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just throw it away. Whether it's halal, whether it's haram, just throw it, just throw it out. Wallah, there's khair in it for us. The entire dunya is mal'oon, as the hadith mentions. The entire dunya is cursed except for the, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why, why would we trade the thing that's uh, blessed in order to obtain the thing that's cursed? It doesn't make any sense. And his external with the strict adherence of the sunnah.
and habituates himself with only consuming the lawful, then his spiritual foresight never misses. Why would we, why would we leave the appearance of the Prophet Why would we leave the miswak? Why would we leave having a beard? Why would we leave having uh, the hem of the pants above the ankles for the brothers? Why would we leave, uh, you know, covering uh, a person's nakedness with loose and modest clothing for a man and for women? The shaitan comes in, uh, you know, the, the ears of our sisters and, so, you know, tells them all sorts of ridiculous things that if you don't dress a certain way, you know, no one's going to pay attention to you. And if you don't pay attention, no one gets gives you attention. You're not going to get married and this is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. The fact of the matter is, if you're a beautiful person, inwardly and outwardly you know you make the clothes look good and if you're an ugly person inwardly and outwardly you make the good looking clothes look bad it's all shaitan it's all shaitan the person who adheres to these things their spiritual foresight never misses may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you and make us uh, all from amongst those people by his fadl even if we don't deserve it ameen abu abbas ibn atah said the one who adheres to the path of the Sunnah, Allah will establish his heart with the light of recognition. And there is no station nobler uh, than that of adherence to his beloved وسلم, in his commands, actions, character, and ways. Read that, read that again. Abu Abbas ibn Atah said, The one who adheres to the path of the Sunnah, Allah will establish his heart with the light of recognition. And there is no station nobler than that of adherence uh, to his beloved sallallahu alayhi wasallam in his commands actions character and ways and uh, this is the tasawwuf we signed up for and this is the tasawwuf that we love and anyone who brings anything other than this is uh, you know mislabeling their product is uh, adulterating the product and is uh, trying to pull a scam on you and uh, we have nothing to do with them they have nothing to do with us and uh, we uh, we call foul we cry foul if anyone ever tries to in the name of the tariqah sell you anything other than the pure and unadulterated sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam inwardly and outwardly allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us tawfiq allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us steadfast um, on islam allah ta'ala let us live and die with the light of iman inside of our hearts allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, give us uh, uh, the the chance to repent from our sins and to embrace the path of righteousness and to have what's left of our lives better than what's past and give us uh, 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 the shahadatain of la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam as a light on our tongue and lips at the time of passing from this world and a light in our heart, in our life and in our death and in our graves and in our resurrections and in our uh, radiant maqam in Jannah forever and ever by his fadl. وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته